Hi guys and welcome back to my channel, Stories in the Dark. We're going to talk about this short little case here before I end for tonight's podcast. And we'll be back to tomorrow to finish season 8. We're going to be talking about the Jeff Davis 8, also known as the Jennings 8. Uh, it refers to an unsolved murders in Jefferson Davis, Davis Parish, Louisiana. Between 2005 and 2009, the bodies of eight women were found in swamps and canals surrounding Jennings, Louisiana, hence the names Jennings 8. Most of the bodies were found in such a state of decomposition as to make the actual cause of death a little hard to like, determine. Author and investigative reporter Ethan Brown has revealed how police investigations have been plagued by missteps in the sheriff's office, contributing to lost or missing evidence. Brown's work has revealed that there are multiple suspects in the Jeff Davis 8 case, and therefore, it is unlikely that this is a serial killer. Furthermore, Brown has revealed that the law enforcement's own witnesses have named members of local law enforcement and suspects in the case. <sighs> the first victim was Loretta Lewis. She was 28. She was found floating in a river by a fisherman on May 20th in 2005. The other victims were Ernestine Marie Daniels Patterson. She was 30. Kristen Gary Lopez, she was 21. Whitney Dubois, she was 26. Laconia, also known as Muggy Brown, she was only 23. Crystal Shea Buena Zeno, she was 24. And the youngest was Whitney Gary, she was only 17 years old. The final body of Nicole Gilroy, 26, was found off Interstate 10. In 2009, Patterson and Brown had their throats slit. The other bodies were in two events of decode to determine the cause of death, though asphyxia is a suspected cause of death. Brown's investigative work reveals many tangled connections between victims, suspects, and the police. Most of the victims knew each other well. Some were even related by blood, such as cousins, Kristen and Brittany, who, or who lived together. Gary, uh, yeah, Gary lived with Crystal shortly before her death. The victims also shared in common traits, such as poverty, mental illness, and histories of drug abuse and prostitution. The women all served as informants. For the police about the local drug trade and often provided police with information about other Jeff Davis 8 victims before their own deaths. Kristen Lopez, one of the victims, was present when police shot and killed a drug dealer named Leonard Crochet in 2005, along with several individuals connected to the Jeff Davis 8 case, including Elvin Bootsy Lewis, who fathered a child with a victim. Whitney Dubois, and is also the brother-in-the-law of the first victim, Loretta Lewis. A grand jury investigated 
the shooting and determined there was no probable cause for a charge of neglect, negligent homicide against police, even though a Louisiana State Police investigation into the Crochet shooting and concluded that he was unharmed, that unarmed when he was shot to death by law enforcement. However, witnesses told investigators they believed the police had killed many of the victims because of what they knew about the shooting of Leonard. In December 2008, a task force consisting of 14 federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies was formed to solve the killings. From the outset, the task force was searching for a serial killer. However, Brown's recent investigative work exposing connections between victims, suspects, and the police casts doubt on the theory that the Jeff Davis 8 is in the work of a serial killer. Family members of the victims suspected the police actually were responsible for the deaths. Task Force Task Force investigative reports reveal a series of witnesses interviews in which local law enforcement were implicated in the murders. Statements from two female inmates portrayed suspects working with the sheriff's office to dispose of evidence in the Lopez case. However, the sergeant who took the statement was forced to quit out his job, and the allegations were ignored by law enforcement. Sheriff's Office Chief Criminal Investigator Warren Gary was also accused of purchasing a truck suspected of having been used to transport a body for the purpose of discarding evidence. In 2009, the sheriff ordered that every investigator working the Jeff Davis 8 case be swapped for DNA in response to the accusations against investigators. However, the police refuses to commit to the results of the DNA testing. Police have arrested or issued warrants for the arrest of four people connection with the case. Two were held on murder charges for months before being released due to issues with evidence. Frankie Richard, who is also a strip club owner and a respected drug dealer, admitted to being a crack addict and having sex with most of the victims, was seen last with one of the victims, Kristen Lopez. Law enforcement's own witnesses have connected Richard to the sheriff's office. The two female inmates who stated that the sheriff's office disposed of evidence in the Lopez case alleged that the evidence was discarded at the behest, the behest of Richard. Brian Chad Jones and Lawrence Nixon, a cousin of the fifth victim, Laconia Brown, were briefly charged with second-degree murder. In the Ernestine Patterson case, however, the sheriff's office did not test the alleged crime scene until 15 months after Patterson's murder and found failed to demonstrate the presence of blood. Yeah. And that is the story of the Jenning Eights.